Hi, this is Amber. And this is Lisa. And you're listening to Unexplained Arkansas, a new podcast that explores urban legends, mysteries, and the unsolved in the natural state. We're just two best friends discussing the unexplained in Arkansas. Hello and welcome to Unexplained Arkansas. This is Amber. And this is Lisa. Yeah. This is this is episode number two. We Yay. made it to episode number two. Can you believe it? I love the number two. Like I, I it's just, just I, it's my favorite number. Oh good, good. Well, <laughs> I'm excited. We've had a we've had a great week. Um we had more people listen to it than I thought the first I episode. Know. And people texting and messaging, thank you. Thank you all so much. <laughs> yes, it's, it's really given us, a, like, it's given me a, you know, boost of confidence because, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of out of my comfort zone a little bit. <laughs> it's like for real, people really listened. I know. And they liked I, it. I, and they liked I, it. Yeah. And um, they laughed. <laughs> yes. And, and they we, laughed. That's okay. You can mm-hmm. laugh. You can be, uh, this can be like, you know, just a funny thing you listen to or something mm-hmm. you get information from. Yeah. So, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> or that we had a really good response from our first episode. We had, um, you know, several people reach out with new cases, new things that they want us to look into. Our mm-hmm. board is getting very full and I think we'll um, have enough to, to do yeah. for the remainder of the year. We're basically, oh, yeah. we're full. Yeah, we're, oh, yeah, we've got tons. I will say the number one question everybody had was, what is a holiday pie? (laughs) I mean, really, truly. Mm -hmm. I got asked that myself. (laughs) And I still want one. If you keep up with the menu at McDonald's like I do, (laughs) uh, the holiday pies are, uh, or the holiday pies are just one of many pies McDonald's sells, so... (laughs) Yay. Not again, yeah. not, not a plug for McDonald's. We but. are not plugging McDonald's. I'm just <laughs> a working mother of three children and I, <laughs> I eat out a little bit too much. <laughs> I, well, you know, okay. So I, I only have one and she likes to go there every day. Like McDonald's, the 10 piece with fries and a Coke and no sauce. That is the order. Every time. Hey, that's that's my middle child's order exactly, and he does that, not deviate from that order. Ryan and Elle could, yeah, eat mm-hmm. eat together every day. Yep. <laughs> the exact same meal. So <laughs> we are, so we are going to go onward and upward with this next episode. I um, thought we'd change gears just a little bit. We had a spooky ghost story last week this week we are going to do a uh quote-unquote cold case it's still Mm. considered a cold case even though i don't know if anyone is really actively investigating it right now Mm -hmm. but we are going Mm -hmm. to talk about the moonlight murders of texarkana and just to give you a little background i didn't um really know much about this case at all for some reason it just kind of went over my head growing up. We don't live in South Arkansas, so it's not something we heard about a lot. Um, Mm -mm. I do remember the movie uh, Scream talking about, um, they mentioned the town that dreaded sundown. 
Yes. So that is pretty much what I knew, you know, as a teenager growing up. And I loved ghosty things and I loved unsolved things and things like that. But for some reason, it just kind of went over my head. But um, I've never heard about it either. You you hadn't heard heard about it? Mm -mm. No. Well, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. And the fact that a lot of what we now have is urban legends supposedly stemmed from this. This. Yeah. Interesting story. Uh, Like the urban legend, the hook on the car door. Um, Some people think that one stemmed from, from this story. Um, You know, any urban legend that has uh, a young couple, you know, in a lover's lane or wooded area attacked by somebody that basically, um, you know, the, those kinds of urban legends stemmed from this case that happened in 1946. So, we're Ooh, so do a- you think that the Zodiac Killer knew about this? Because, oh, you know, he beat attacked. Me to it. Yeah. Oh, actually, oh did I? Beat me to- <laughs> that was my big okay. aha. I oh, was well, so excited. <laughs> I was so sorry. You ruined that. It's ruined I now. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, Sorry. everybody. We're done today. No, I'm kidding. I, I know, know absolutely nothing about Amber's research on this. So. Yes, we we purposely is funny. keep our we purposely but, keep our research away from each other all week, so this can be a total and, surprise to the other person. And I don't think you knew this about me, but I. I mean, you probably did. You probably could guess. But I have watched that Zodiac movie with Jake Gyllenhaal like one million times. Like I think that was I my like it with you the first time. I think we went oh, to the movie it. theater. Um, when in did that 90, come out? Like, I, pff, no, I don't know. No, like 2005, me, maybe, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, 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 I was with I love you, Jake but Gyllenhaal. I think that one time did it for me. It was like my go to sleep movie. So I'm sorry. I just actually go there. Lambs. I thought Silence oh. of the Lambs was your go to sleep movie. It it was. And I <laughs> I would kind of rotate. I've, I've gone through some different. Yeah, I'm psychotic. So Silence of the Lambs, Zodiac. I did go through a period where every night I would watch something about Everest, like Mount Everest. Yeah. And I never want to climb Mount Everest. Let's be clear about that. But I do like Jake Gyllenhaal is also in that movie, Everest. Do you see a correlation here? Yes, I do. Definitely. <laughs> it's Jake Gyllenhaal. But anyway, I do love him. <laughs> I don't even need to go in more into well, that. But when I, we I went had... to New York, we found his apartment. Anyway. anyway. Oh, okay. Well, if we Jake did. Gyllenhaal is listening, which I doubt. Um, <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> we, never we have a stalker no i'm kidding you're not i'm kidding i'm just kidding um, i i don't really necessarily follow the zodiac yeah. uh, my husband he reads about that and he's seen a few documentaries on it does he's he love it actually he, he he's the one that told me when i was uh-huh. talking about Researching. my research this week he said well you know that they have you know made some connections as far as the mo Mm-hmm. You know, between the Texarkana, uh, you know, Moonlight Murders and um, the Zodiac. The Zodiac. And I think mm. Son of Sam maybe too. I don't Ooh. know. But my husband is from Stuttgart and. Um, the rice capital at, of the world. The rice capital of the world. Yes. And he spent time <laughs> in El, El Dorado as well. He grew up in El Dorado. So, um, you know, he he knew more about this case than I did. Which was yeah. interesting. So that is interesting. Yeah. So how mm-hmm. far away? Sorry, because this is really fun for us to do because we're really good at figuring this Can out. Maybe not my elbow over here. <laughs> I think I broke my elbow. Anyway, go ahead. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> no, it's just 
going to ask you if you knew how far away from El Dorado to Texarkana. Man, I have It's 125 miles. I I actually had all the geography questions um, answered ready because, you know, everyone was laughing at our our Dardanelle uh, thing last week. So I actually took care of all the geography questions uh, associated with with Texarkana. And I do want to say for the record that I Uh made an A in Arkansas history in college and in high school both. And I taught Arkansas history. For one semester when I first uh-huh. started teaching in K-12. So I do Overachiever. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, you know, it's one of those things you, you don't use it, you lose it. So mm-hmm. I went through and found just a few things to start okay. to start out the podcast tonight. Just a little geography lesson. And oh, remember, good. you told me that you would let me don't know be if too I was schooly. getting too mm-hmm. So, okay. So... I did. Uh, I did find out Texarkana is what you call a twin city, and there is Texarkana, whoa, whoa, whoa. Arkansas. Okay. Yes. Texarkana, twin city. A twin city. Okay. Um, like St. Paul and Minneapolis, kind of twin city thing. What yes. about like Kansas City? Heck, I don't know. Is they it, had a whole list Missouri, of them. Can- Okay. <laughs> I will tell you this. I will tell you that Memphis and West Memphis are also considered twin cities. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Hmm. Yes. So uh, Texarkana, Arkansas, and Texarkana, mm-hmm. Texas are twin cities. Texarkana, okay. Texas is located in Bowie County in Texas, and mm-hmm. Texarkana, Arkansas is on the other side in Miller County. So if you look at the map I gave you, uh, mm. <laughs> I don't know where that is. <laughs> Miller County is in the very, very edge uh, uh-huh. in West Arkansas, very bottom west of Arkansas. And then Bowie County is just right there beside Miller County. And mm-hmm. this case that we are talking about today took place in both, in both counties. In both. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and both so, sides of the track. Is there a track separating them? Um, like, I you actually got the have good that too. I the... do have the railroad and there's a, there is a, um, a railroad in that area. Ooh. I have a railroad map from 1946. Look at me. I'm oh so my. smart. No, I'm kidding. Well, are you better um, posted? Because otherwise, know. I'm posting they... all this fun stuff. Okay. I found um, I found a great article from Medium that I got a lot of information from. Mm-hmm. I also uh, found information from the Encyclopedia of Arkansas, which mm-hmm. is a great source for everything we do on this podcast. There is also a very deep dive by the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, uh, who looked at the case at 50, and mm-hmm. uh, that was really interesting. So, What do you mean, at 50? Like, well, at the 50-year mark? Or mm-hmm. like, at the 50-year okay, awesome. mark. Like and the 50th I think anniversary. 19, yes, at, I think it was 1996. What's interesting so it about happened this, in 1946. Yes, it did. Okay, yes. gotcha. And so the Democrat Gazette has... A really long, interesting um, um, article about it from 1996. Another thing that I found interesting was that the FBI put a lot of the, uh, you know, investigation notes, uh, transcriptions, things like that online, mm-hmm. and you can on the line go on, yeah, on the mm-hmm. line. On yes, the line. you can you can put the or you can see all of those and there's like over a thousand pages i didn't want to go through a thousand pages this week i didn't have time but yeah they're there so if anybody really wants to yeah if anybody really wants to do a deep dive 
into mm-hmm. the Moonlight Murderer, um, which is still unsolved, then hey, all that is out there. All the, wow. uh, yeah, all of that is they out there to look go at. They can go read a thousand yes. pages. Mm. Yes, exactly. If we have any citizen detectives out there, um, yeah, that's kind Challenges. of our, that's, yeah, that's kind of our inside joke. We used to call each other citizen detectives, still do sometimes, <laughs> but we watched the show Yellow Jackets together and, um, our favorite is Misty quickly. Chris, is Christina Ricci. Christina I think so. Ricci. I love her so much. She just got nominated for Golden Globe for that, Ooh, for that role in Yellow Jackets. Yeah. Uh, it's a great role. It's a great it role. It is. So, uh, citizen detective was our you know, little nickname. So, um, in fact, that's what, uh, that's what I have on my life's 360 for you is the citizen <laughs> detectives of Captain D's. Captain D's. That's <laughs> a different need, story. We Which need a lot Jeff, of Captain D's. I'll give a plug. Jeff and Dorothy got us on that kick. Uh, my brother and, and sister-in-law. So, we eat, don't... we eat a lot of Captain D's, which is very surprising to most people. You went through a whole stint, and I don't need yeah. I And it was my fault. I got yes. you on it. So. Well, I hadn't had Captain D's in years. Um, they're so good. Okay, so back. Okay, let's. We're going to focus back. now. We're going to totally focus on. So in the we're dialing notes, it in. We're dialing it in. In the liner mm. notes, I'm going to say, okay, so the real talk starts at 13, 13. Ooh, that's creepy. Ooh, 13, wow. 13. That's 13. what it said on the little timer there. Wow. Okay, so fast facts. I'm okay. starting out with some fast facts. Okay, so and this is Texarkana in the Moonlight this is Texarkana. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So Texarkana, Arkansas has a population of 29,000, a little over 29,000. And Texarkana, Texas has a population of a little over 36,000. So mm. that's a combined population so, of 65,000. Pretty big. So it's, it's a pretty big yeah. city. And like I said, they are twin cities. I think that's where we went off the rails, but that's they certainly. are twin cities. They have <laughs> two mayors. They have two mayors. They have two city governments, two police departments, two fire yeah. departments, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like I said, they're separate cities, just they're separate cities, the but same. together. Yeah. They're yeah. right beside each other. And, uh, Texarkana, Arkansas is approximately 143 miles Southwest of Little Rock, 72 miles North of Shreveport and 180 mm. miles Northeast of Dallas. Mm. So that's where, that's where we're at. If that helps you people, cause that, it didn't yes. me. <laughs> Look at all that geography at work. <laughs> What is that? Pitch perfect. When what did she say? What? I failed. I failed math so I could be a Bella. I think that was Pitch Russian perfect. history or something. I don't no, know. it was maps. Maps. I will oh not forget gosh. that. It was maps. Okay. All right. So that's a little geography about the area. So awesome. here are some facts about the Moonlight Murders. Just really okay. quick. Um, what Tell it me. is. Okay. So. Uh, and since you don't know a lot about it, hopefully um, you'll have some questions, some follow-up questions. Already so did. we're <laughs> <you've> already... <laughs> okay. So this is uh, this was dubbed the Moonlight Murders of Texarkana by okay. the local media, and mm-hmm. uh, there were five dead, three wounded by a masked assailant, and these were at different periods of times. But we're going to go through every one. And again, of... ni- starting in 1946. 1946. Okay. This was this was during a the killing spree was a ten week stretch. And it Ooh. began in February, uh, let's see, February 22nd, 1946. Okay. And then the last killing uh, was May 3rd. 
So it was about a 10-week stretch. Wow. The assailant, the killer, was referred to as the Moonlight Murderer. Again, you know, dubbed that by the uh, Texarkana Gazette, I think. And okay. But they also called him the Texas Phantom Killer. So both hmm. of those... Both, both of those were used for him. There were okay. eight victims in total. Five, unfortunately, passed away. Three oh. were wounded by a masked assailant. Um, his MO was to approach young people who were parking in abandoned roads or so-called lover's lanes. And, and you said, the, sorry, you said masked. Like yeah, he was wearing yeah, a mask. He, okay. He wore, they, two of the victims that lived described it as a feed sack with slits mm. in the eyes. How creepy okay, is that? Okay, that, that is creepy and that, That's disturbing. That reminds me of, like, is it the Friday the 13th? Like the second oh, the, one? The second or first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Jason, oh, doesn't he wear a mask? Like, okay. Yes, ooh, that, ooh. I'm coming full okay. circle to that. Oh my gosh. I am just jumping. Right. We do. <laughs> We are going to hit the, the Friday the 13th, Halloween, okay. all that stuff. I okay. love Friday the 13th. Okay, sorry. Go on. <laughs> Go you know on. Kevin Bacon was... Okay, we're not yes. going to oh. What is that? Seven degrees of the Kevin Bacon or something? I, I, there's nobody that can beat me at that game. All right, so the assailant I'll beat you has now. <laughs> the assailant, had, um, you know, of course, did this over a 10-week stretch. Uh-huh. The murders happened in Miller County which is in Arkansas, and the Bowie County, which is Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I added, or I will add to Facebook some maps just to kind of show everyone, you know, where exactly this happened. Okay. But the first attack happened on February 22nd, 1946. Now, let's kind of think about this for a minute. Mm-hmm. 1946 was what? Right after... You know, World, World War, War II, II was ending. Or is during, and, was it ending? There were still, was... there, this was like a perfect storm, okay? Oh. There were a lot of people that were overseas still, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, there was just a lot of, there, there was just a lot going on at that mm-hmm. time period. So, wow. anyway, this couple okay. named Jimmy mm-hmm. Hollis and Mary Jean, uh, uh, I'm going to call her, uh, Lorraine, but I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. Okay. But Jimmy, we'll call her Jimmy and Mary Jean. Okay. They were parked in a lover's lane, which Ooh. if you don't know what a lover's lane is, uh, which I don't think we called it that in the 90s, but a lover's lane Did we lane have is, one in Cersei? Did we have a lover's so. lane? so. I mean, if we did, I never went. No one ever took me there. But um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think I we have. I think we did. I don't think no. we did. Uh, People, well, we did. tell us if you went to a lover's lane in Cersei, please. Or White County. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, okay. so the lover's lane um, that they were on was on the in within the Bowie County side of Texarkana. So we're on okay. the Texas side right now. The mm-hmm. couple had just seen a movie with some friends, and I don't know what movie, but you know, oh, I wish. Oh, I know man. that was like the first thing I wanted to know was what movie, and yeah. Uh, they, at this point, left the movie and they were parked on this old dirt road. Now, um, suddenly a man um, mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. He had a feed sack covering his face. Uh, he was holding Creepy. a pistol and a flashlight. Okay. Now, the feed sack, of course, had the two slits for eye holes. Mm-hmm. It, you know, of course, scared them. Um, 
he attacked both of them, and we're not going to go into the specifics of the attack. We're we're, we're just not. You could look all that stuff stuff up if you want to, but we're glazing a little bit. We're over glazing that. a little bit over that stuff because we want to keep this. Um, we want to keep this kind of in the bounds of a PG thirteen type podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Jimmy was physically assaulted, and Mary Jean was physically and sexually assaulted. Um, mm-hmm. But they both. And how old served- were they? Okay, so I think they were both. Oh, I had it. I had it somewhere. I think he was significantly older than her. Oh, Ooh. yeah, not too Sugar much daddy. older. No, like twenty in his twenties. Um, I'm assuming they're teenagers, was, but I don't know. He was in his twenties, and she was in her teens. I think. Oh, not, it wasn't too much of an age gap. Yeah, so. that's so um, sad. I, I had I have the age for the others, so. Um, Okay, so they did survive. Jimmy was in the hospital for a long time. Mary Jean survived as well. But sources um, claim, and I I saw this, I think Media Magazine's the one that put this, that she was so traumatized by the events Mm -hmm. that she ended up moving, like, to Oklahoma or something like that. Yeah. Okay. very traumatizing. Not a huge step from Texarkana, but she tried. she, She could not. She could not stand to be there anymore so she moved well, according to her. the reports yeah i Probably thought you were I gonna would. say like she moved to canada <laughs> no <laughs> like, she moved to oklahoma yeah. okay so <laughs> that was the first that was the first um mm-hmm. event so okay. this was february 22nd and they lived the, and they could describe the they the lived killer. And they described mm-hmm. the killer okay uh, but it was dark and mm-hmm. you know i mean it there were also um uh, well, you'll have to kind of read it in mm-hmm. in the uh, on the site and stuff because there was on the sites that I put on there because there was a little bit of not conflict conflicting, but I don't know if the police um, believed everything they said at first. That's oh. what it sounded like to me. It sounded That's terrible. Weird. Yeah, I don't know all the details on that, but like, why would you make of, that up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that's crazy. I think, yeah, that came from one of the sites I was reading. Darn teenagers okay. making stuff up. Sorry. Yeah. So the second attack. Okay. So mm-hmm. the second attack okay. happened uh, on March twenty fourth, nineteen forty six. So like a so month. A later. month later, mm-hmm. okay. and um, at about nine a.m. Mm-hmm. a on a Sunday, um, so. Let's see here. I guess the I guess maybe it happened on the twenty third. I don't know. Twenty fourth, twenty third. Uh, at nine a.m., a passing motorist noticed a parked car on the side of the road, off State Highway sixty seven, and so this was just on one of those lover lovers lanes, you know, mm-hmm. old dirt road. Uh, the motorist saw two people he thought were asleep in a vehicle. Oh, uh, he went mm-hmm. to check them, check on them, and mm-hmm. discovered that they were not asleep. They were deceased, oh. and they had both been shot in the back of the head. Oh my goodness! These uh, victims um, were Richard Griffin, twenty nine, and Polly Ann Moore, seventeen. Oh, yeah, oh. that yeah. one's not. I mean, like that's an age gap. Especially when you're talking 17. <laughs> yeah, it was 1946. Guess, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, no one 29's dating my L when she's 17. By the way. By the way. <laughs> hold on. I lost my little paper here. Oh, there we go. Okay. So um, they, of course, did not live through their attack. Yeah. But their, um, 
there was a little bit of evidence, not much to go on. There was a pool mm-hmm. of blood by the car. It yeah. was evident that they had been moved probably back oh. into the car. So um, like shot and then moved. And then into repositioned. The car? Yes. Ew. Yes. Weird. That's mm-hmm. weird. And then the evidence let's see that a lot of the evidence were pretty much was pretty much uh washed away from rain mm-hmm. and dew and all that so oh. they didn't get and a this lot of is 1946 i guess they yes, really didn't keep in mind that this is not not even ni- 96 this is 46 1946 <laughs> yeah. so we there's not a of course there's no dna evidence mm-hmm. stuff there's none of that so um they do know it existed. The they didn't know what it, it was. That, yes, it exists. It's not. Yes, yeah, not like Santa Claus. All right. So the night before, How Richard, dare you. Sorry. The night before, Richard and Polly Ann were last seen at a restaurant where they were having dinner with Richard's sister and boyfriend. See, so mm-hmm. Richard's sister approved of the age gap. I guess um, they were Maybe. last seen alive at 10 p.m. that night. So this is according okay. to Medium. Uh-huh. All right, so that was the second one. Second one, now, so the March. That was the okay. second one. We're going on number three. We got okay. two more to go. So number My three goodness. happened on Saturday, April 13th, 1946. And so almost this... another month. So he's kind of hitting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't Ooh, was it a Friday the 13th? Mm, no, it was Saturday the 13th. Oh, okay, Saturday. Yeah. So the accounts concluded that, that uh, an, a young person named Paul was Mm -hmm. visiting his name was paul martin and he was actually visiting from kilgore texas he had moved away from texarkana when he was like 11 but he Mm -hmm. was visiting his friends in texarkana and what's so sad is i read somewhere that his mom didn't want him to go but he went yeah it's really sad Um, like she had a feeling oh no i don't know about that but she just that's horrible but he was visiting the local bfw that night um okay where a band was playing mm-hmm. uh, and the band was Jerry Atkins and his rhythm airs. The <laughs> rhythm airs had uh-huh. a young saxophone player named uh-huh. Betty Jo Booker, who was 15. Oh, yes. Okay. And she was a junior at Texas high school and they were not. Did you say she was Kenny G? What? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> she was Betty Booker, <laughs> Betty Jo Booker. Betty um, Booker. Yes. So they were not known to be a couple. The uh-huh. two were um, just spotted together that night and witnesses saw them together uh, leaving the VFW uh-huh. uh, at about 2 a.m. So they were two seen 2 a.m. So they were seen together. So the next morning, Betty uh-huh. Jo did not return home. So a search party was formed uh-huh. and they found her. Um, the next day, of course, they actually, they found Paul first and they were in separate locations. So this is where it gets a little bit different because Paul's okay. body was found on, on North Park Road and he was okay. shot in the back of the neck, the face, the left shoulder or the right hand. Mm. Uh, his car was found a mile away from the body and what mm-hmm. in Spring Lake Park, which is, I think Spring Lake Park was that may have been another one of those kind of lover's lane type areas, I think. Okay. Uh, but it's also near some railroad tracks in that area. So Betty Joe's body was discovered by noon that day. And she was discovered off Morris Lane. Now, this was over two miles away from where hmm. Paul's body was discovered. Okay. Now, Betty Joe was found with her coat on and one hand in her pocket. Uh, She was shot 
in the chest, and in the head. Now, her saxophone was also recovered from the area. It was hidden under some Uh people of Texarkana started to panic. Yeah. And they were rightfully very disturbed and fearful Definitely. about what was going on because mm-hmm. three couples were attacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, it started February and now and we're March. in April. Yeah. So um, a huge uh, investigation started mm-hmm. and the investigation, of course, had to be a joint effort with uh, the Texas State Police, Arkansas State Police, the Texas Rangers, mm-hmm. um, the you know county sheriffs on both sides. So it was a huge investigation. Wow! They actually, and I found this to be very interesting. They actually had a, a headquarters in the Hotel Grimm of Texarkana, which I didn't okay. know about the Hotel Grimm either. But that mm-hmm. is where um, where everybody like the command center was for this. Okay. So of course, also uh, they started, law enforcement started to actively patrol the areas uh, around both counties, especially the places that were uh, known to be lovers lanes. I've said okay, that more the- in the last 30 minutes than <laughs> I've ever said in my life. Um. So this hotel, is there like a, is that like something that I should know? Hotel Grimm? Well, I'm or actually very interested in the Hotel Grimm. There what is are it? a separate, uh, there are separate sets of stories that I want to kind of get mm-hmm. into at another time. But okay. it's just really old and kind of, kind of spooky sounding from what I've read. Like, so it, that might be something we get so into. still there? Like podcast. this Hotel Grimm? I think it is. I think they're okay. trying to refurbish it. Okay. So it's a hotel. And it's yeah. called Hotel Grimm, and it's like has a like history. Like G R I M Grimm. Okay, Grimm. Yeah, like the Grim mm-hmm. Reaper. Yeah. So okay. the uh, leader of mm-hmm. the Texas Rangers on this case, he ended up being a captain eventually with the Texas Rangers. He might have been during this uh, during this case, but his name was uh, Manuel T. Gonzalez, mm-hmm. and he was basically in charge of the initial investigation. Um, he was very honest with people in Texarkana and suggested mm-hmm. that they arm themselves. Okay. And they did. Well, hey, it's did. Texas Accord- and you need to have well, a gun and according Arkansas. To, we- <laughs> according to like both of my main sources for this, uh-huh. they, uh, there was, there was not a whole lot of guns or oh. door locks or any of that okay. left on the shelves. Yeah. So the, oh yeah, so everybody yeah. was flipping out. It was there's, it was an yeah. honest to goodness panic. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Like so, in the midst of the panic that was now erupting in Texarkana on both sides, uh, you know, let's see, where were we at here? April thirteenth, a few weeks mm-hmm. later, on May third, there was another murder. Oh. But this. This time the MO was different. It was it okay. was a married couple in their thirties, uh, mm-hmm. Virgil and Katie Starks, and Virgil was just sitting in his chair reading. Okay, okay. and was shot through a window. Oh my goodness! Right there in his living. room. They were in a lover's lane. They were no, just they were in their house, loving each other heard, at home. Hmm. Yes, and then Katie heard all the noise came in there. Uh huh. She was shot too. Oh but my she goodness! Somehow got out. And okay. got to a neighbor and called oh. police. So she didn't die. She did oh manage to 
she did, did he die? to live as well. He did die. Yes, Virgil oh, died. He's the fifth. He's the fifth victim. So if you're if you're kind of counting stinks. here, we have five five victims, victims. five deaths, okay. but then three that are wounded because okay. Jimmy and um, let's see, I have to go back and look. Well, the first again. two, and then yeah, her, I guess. Jimmy her. and Mary Jean, and then Katie. Mm-hmm. They all survived. Survived. Their attack. Oh my yes. goodness! But she didn't. Okay. Katie, the mm-hmm. the Stark person she starks she did not get a good look at her attacker so she yeah. couldn't describe because she, she was in the house i mean mm-hmm. he was she was this in was the like house minding her own drive business mm-hmm. yes this was uh from this was a shot from the outside through the window wow yeah that now, is creepy even i mean because then the yeah. people were like we've we've locked our doors and now mm-hmm. they're you know we're not yeah. at lover's lanes that's yeah. scary that's scary. it is very scary i mean and that just you know, caused mm-hmm. a bigger panic in the yeah. towns. Um, so, of course, it was um, connected at the time to the previous murders. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some similarities. There were different guns used, they determined, okay. but there were similar tire mm-hmm. tracks, things mm-hmm. like that. I think a twenty-two was used for this mm-hmm. one. So, yeah. Okay, so this case is... Um, now number one, you know, this is what mm-hmm. every, what is on everybody's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the killer apparently used a 32 as the murder weapon okay. and the press, uh, basically went to town on this entire oh. situation. They dubbed the moonlight murders, which is funny because there was not a full moon during any of these murders. <laughs> oh, no, it was like, <laughs> No, seriously, there wasn't really a full moon, so but they named it the Moonlight Murders. So, so they should have said the Unmoonlight Murders. <laughs> so there were, like I said, several law enforcement agencies mm-hmm. all involved in this case, and they still couldn't solve it. Did they um, call in the FBI or just the, the FBI? Oh, you mentioned that. Okay, mm-hmm. yes, the Texas State Police, Texas Rangers, Arkansas State Everything. Police, right. Right. And I'm sure they're county. I'm sure they're yeah. county. Sheriffs. Uh, yes. Now, like I said before, 1100, 1100 records can be found on gov. Mm-hmm. If you're really mm-hmm. interested in this case, there is still a lot uh, that I haven't even gone through about this yeah. case. Um, so Medium Magazine identified the case as one of the first crime cases to be sensationalized by the mm. media, okay. which is pretty commonplace today because, yeah. you know, the media does sensationalize a lot. But this was pretty much the first case of, you know, young people, you know, being, you know, killed by an unknown assailant mm-hmm. in a wooded area, you know, so that that did not, that was not lost on the press. They, mm-hmm. you know, used that as part of the narrative. Um, Interesting. So let's see. And as you already guessed, there were mm-hmm. similarities between this case and the Zodiac killer uh, mm-hmm. because the Zodiac's usual pattern was targeting teenage couples and um you know and the zodiac was like remind me that was in the 60s correct? that was that could, in the 60s in california yes yes. Okay. yes so a long ways away from texarkana yeah but you know the zodiac but they feel color, like this zodiac knew about this i guess I since know, it was they just have the same 
they just, there's similarities. I mean, who really knows? But, you know, he, what I didn't remember from the Zodiac was that he would shoot them or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they would would stab them, but also shoot them. Um, The Moonlight Murderer or the Phantom Killer of Texarkana would shoot his victims. Um, So the. And wear a mask. Yeah. And wear a mask. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the editor of the Texarkana Gazette said that the media did have a part in creating the hysteria among the residents. And I thought that was very interesting Mm -hmm. that the Gazette editor did admit that some of the mass hysteria that was happening mm-hmm. in Texarkana at the time was because of uh, what the newspapers the... And, and all that were reporting. I mean, this made well, national news. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, yeah. were they reporting? I mean, but they were reporting the facts. It wasn't like they were making things mm-hmm. up. It was just, just was like a... yes. They well, were probably re- the first serial killer situation, perhaps. And I mean, I'm sure that didn't happen much in Arkansas, much less. I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, it's, it wasn't something that happened often. I mean, think about it. It was the 40s, right? Yeah. I mean, that wasn't something I mean, that, that happened very often. I mean, we didn't, you know, they didn't have like the Facebook and the, right. and the Ted right. Bundy and the Zodiac. Right. Now, Not yet. They did, they did have a mm-hmm. few false leads that okay. uh, was talked about in both of my sources. One was a U of A student. Oh, I went to mm. U of A. One was oh. a U of A student who uh, was from Texarkana, and okay. he allegedly took his own life and left behind a note that was deemed a confession and a poem. But oh. then they decided, no, it wasn't him. Okay. And and, and for and and I. Like, tell them about you, like University of Arkansas, because they may not know. Oh, they may not know what what UVA is. Oh, University of Arkansas at Fayetteville. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. My alma mater. My name's on the sidewalk. That's like our, that's like our Razorbacks. Like our hogs. Yes. Yay. Um, So, but they had, they decided that that was not what happened. Uh, They, the investigators. Okay, so also, this was what I thought was crazy, but people mm-hmm. in Texarkana started kind of turning against each other. Okay. And, <laughs> yes. Like, and it was mm-hmm. like one of the local IRS guys was accused of it. Okay. I mean, yes. I mean, it was, mm. they, there were lots of tips reported to the newspapers, to uh-huh. law enforcement offices. You know how people get, yeah. right? So they were I just mean, like, it, Pointing fingers at everybody. Yes, they were scared and everybody wanted to find out who did this. Like whoever was weird was going to be the murder. Right. And so so they they really, you know, I guess just panicked. But then then they did have a suspect that was never, ever charged. I do want to say that. And his name was Yule Sweeney. And uh-huh. he had a long uh, rap sheet that included assault, auto theft, counterfeiting, burglary, all the things. And mm. um, one of the law enforcement officials, Max Tackett, noticed that before each murder, there were reports of a car being stolen and then abandoned. Hmm. So okay. after an auto theft in July 1946, uh, Sweeney was allegedly implicated in the murders mm-hmm. by his girlfriend who Ooh. later turned out to be his wife. They later got married <laughs> after she implicated him. So whoa, yes. whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole thing. That's a whole, that's um, a, 
that's a that's a whole can of worms. I mean, because. I, I love mean, you. come I'm on. I'm going to implicate you in a murder, but then I'm going to marry you. Do you know what but. this reminds me of? What? Do you, do you remember in You've Got Mail where she's like, where she thinks that her boyfriend, which is Greg Kinnear, like Meg Ryan's role, thinks that her boyfriend is like the rooftop killer? Oh, he <laughs> Or at first she thought he was the Unabomber. She's like, well, at first I thought he was the Unabomber. <laughs> oh, like, my if I thought my boyfriend was a murderer, yeah. and then I go so and marry him. Yes. Wow. So I didn't name, I didn't, I didn't put her name in here wow. because, you know, I just kind of wanted her to have her, um, uh, <laughs> privacy, privacy. Do you think but, she's living? Do you think she's well, alive? I don't know. Heck, I don't know. But because <laughs> she was a girlfriend and a wife, her testimony okay. was, uh, they could not force her testimony. And yeah. also they deemed her to be unreliable. So charges were never brought against No way. Him. Yeah. But I will tell you this. He did get a life sentence for all those auto thefts. Oh, and, hmm. uh, but he appealed and he was okay. out again in 1973. So he could get married. I don't wait, know wait, wait, wait. Okay. So wait a minute. So he, okay. So when did he get, so these things happened in 46 and mm-hmm. like, when did he go to jail? Do you I know? No, that's a good question. But he was, I did not but find he was, out when. But he was out by 73? He was out by 73. So yeah. he was in jail for like 30 years? <laughs> for a while. He was in jail for a while. Yes. Wow. But for the, but for the car thing, if, you know, for the car. Do you really go to jail for that? long I don't for know. I've never stolen a car. So I have no well, idea. Me neither. And I don't plan. I do not plan on it if anyone's listening. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. But man, especially right. if I thought I was going to get a life sentence. Oh, I, know. I mean, was someone in the car? Did he steal it, something? They were apparently part of his bullcrap. So they put him in. <laughs> this so, is what you do in 1946. But they never charged him with the Moonlight Murders. Okay. okay. So, Weird. Uh, so let's fast forward. So mm-hmm. to date, the okay. identity like of today? the today. Like today, yes. Okay. Today, today, <laughs> there is no identity. For, uh, oh. There was the identity of the phantom killer is still unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, it's theoretically still an open case, but it's considered mm-hmm. a cold case. And like yeah. I said before, the Texark. Oh, did I say the Arkansas Democrat Gazette? I gave them a shout out, and it was supposed to be the Texarkana Gazette. It was the <laughs> Texarkana Gazette. Sorry, Texarkana uh-huh. Gazette. They did a 1996 24 uh-huh. page special section called The Phantom oh. at 50. And I would love to get um, yeah. a hold of that. So, and I guess what I read was something different. Road okay. Trip. So, the, yes, I love <laughs> to have that. I bet they would have that on the, what do you call uh, that little film? The microfish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's go and get that. All right. Okay. So, the crime was revisited also extensively in 1996 and then again in 2003 by the Dallas Morning News. Okay. So, um, just kind of still on topic, but just kind of a different vibe. Uh-huh. In 1977, there was a movie release called The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Okay. That was like based mm-hmm. on That these was based murders. on the Texarkana murders. Gotcha. The movie was directed by Charles B. Pierce and mm-hmm. the actors included Ben Johnson, uh, Andrew Prine, and Don Wells, who was Ginger from Gilligan's Island. Oh, okay. I was about to say, do we know any of these people? Yeah, Don Wells, probably. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Gilligan's Island, but I know Mm. who she is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I looked up 
Charles B. Pierce, and he uh-huh. actually also directed that Legends of Boggy Creek in 1972, oh, which was based don't even on get me another started. Arkansas <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to my mother-in-law who who watched that entire film and I still cannot get through it. Like I've tried have, no less well, than three, those, four times. Like, I have both of those on my Prime Video waiting to be finished. Uh, like I, I watched the first 10 minutes of both uh, of them, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I didn't finish. I, mm. Well, I wanted to finish The Town That Dreaded Sundown, but it was a little disturbing. And also, you know, I can't watch a lot of R-rated stuff in my living oh. room because I have oh, yeah. kids, like, hanging it's from the R-rated? ceiling. It's R-rated? Whatever. so, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of disturbing. For- oh. Yeah. Mm. But they I haven't, I haven't tried to watch they took some liberty. Okay. So it was like take some, loosely based. It was just loosely kinda, based. Yes. Gotcha. But one thing they got right was, mm-hmm. you know, the killer was still walking among them because he was never caught. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Creepy. So also Charles Pierce directed Sudden Impact with Clint Eastwood. I oh. thought that was interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. So now my brother told me this or told my mom this, who told me my mm-hmm. mother's all into this. Oh my gosh. Okay. She loves our podcast. So she said, <laughs> don't forget there was another sequel in 2014. I haven't seen it. I saw the first one when I was in high school. Like, that's my, that's my Paula that's, K voice. Oh yeah. yeah. But she, she said that my brother said that there was a 2014 remake or sequel. Oh, and, to this movie. Mm-hmm, okay. The, the plot is different. The plot oh. of this one is what if the killer comes back after 65 years? So Ew. that's okay. the plot of the 2014. Weird. So as you already inferenced at the so beginning of the pod. Oh, to watch. Yes. I two just movies. said two movies to watch yes. people. But as you already inferenced at the beginning of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, this movie greatly impacted the slasher genre. Mm. It came out before Halloween. It came out before oh, yeah. Friday the 13th. And it actually, uh, you know, it was kind of like a grandparent to those movies, I guess oh, you wow. could say. But it also helped to perpetuate that stereotypical slasher film where young people are the target oh, and they're yes. ready for people with masks. So, I mean, you know. I think there needs to be a slasher film where everyone in the film that's killed is in their 40s. Huh. But wait, like that's boring. Fun. And no one will watch it because they're just at home sitting on their couch. I love Scream. Whatever. No, no. You just made me go watch Thanksgiving. It was disgusting. Don't even go there, Amber. Thanksgiving (laughs) was a little bit You're like, Mick, Mick Dreamy's in it. Let's go watch it. Okay, so Patrick Dempsey is in Thanksgiving. It was... But if we had have had thought about who directed that movie, we would not have done this. Oh my goodness! Blumhouse is that what it's called? Blumhouse. It, no, Blumhouse. it was that. It was that Eli, the Saw guy. Oh, it was Eli Roth. Okay, <gasps> yeah, yes, correct. Yes, we should have known guy. it was going to be disgusting, yeah. and it was. So, just FYI, people. FYI, it had a really I, good story. It had a really good story. Amazing! It was just really yes. bloody. Okay, it was really so bloody. that's my that's my tale for this week, and um, don't even. Hey, we do need to talk about something. Sure. Okay. Well, okay. So here's the deal. This should should be fun. Okay. So people don't know us. So, you know, well, I mean, the people that are listening. No, whatever. (laughs) They may not know who we are or understand some of our (laughs) quirkiness. But um, my brother, Jeff, he's never listened to a podcast in his life. So I was so proud that he listened to our whole podcast. And um, 
I was shocked. But anyway, he, he was like, you guys should do like a little, you know, bio. So do your well, we little have, bio. We have approximately 13 minutes, so we can yep. do that in a few minutes. We can do it. Okay. Do my it. name is Amber. I am in my 40s. I have three kids. I'm a full-time professor. I'm working on my doctorate degree. I am married to my husband, Scott. We've been married for ever. Let's see. Let me think. <laughs> Are you years. 06? Are you 06? Uh, we got married Did the you? year after we did Daryl. Yeah. Uh, so 06, yeah. Yes. I thought so. So we uh we've been together for a long time we we live in central arkansas uh i enjoy all things that are unsolved i <laughs> really love yes. scary movies i really love mm-hmm. ghost stories all the things lisa and cemeteries. i were best, yes cemeteries all the things <laughs> lisa and i were best friends in high school and mm-hmm. we did a lot of this crazy stuff back then even so yes. this is not this is not this is not to me this is not totally random this is not mm. something just out there this is yeah of course this, we have a podcast this was meant to be this like meant, meant to, be. to be right okay so you do your bio um okay so <laughs> ugh, let's not talk about eight okay so what am who am i okay i'm lisa um i am the a little bit older than amber so i'm her elder You're by like, like six months like older than seven me. months i'm seven months older than you and you i will lord it over you um i am married to my precious little daryl and we've been married it felt we've he's been together really i'm sorry daryl he's, he's why he's, tall. he's, pre- he's taller than you are he is and he's precious but um He's just precious. He's, oh, oh, yeah. He's wonderful. He can kill a spider and drive me around. Oh, anyway, he does so much for for me and Elle. But anyway, um, how, and I'm, oh, and I live in Central Arkansas. And I was in banking um, and actually a mortgage lender. uh, But I was in banking for 22 years. um, And I've been with Daryl longer than banking, 23 years, uh, I, I believe, almost 24. But anyway. Um, so I retired at a very young age. I'm like 10. I'm younger. And no, I I'm am just never kidding. going to get to retire. <laughs> yeah. Amber will work until she dies. No. Um, well, that's but, what uh, professors do. We have a, that, that's one of those work. you can do for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just work. Um, but yeah, I retired back in May of this year. So now I do some substitute teaching. I stay at home. I do have uh, one beautiful daughter, Elle. Um, she is 15 and she's my pride and joy. Um, and so I, she's very active. So I do take care of Elle. I substitute teach. And now we podcast. And now oh, we podcast. Yes. And you, okay. So your house, you say it's like a frat house. Okay? My house is like the frat house. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I have. I have three sons, you know, like mm-hmm. my three sons to show, but not mm-hmm. as fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not as fun. <laughs> I have a 16-year-old, a 12-year-old, and oh. a 19-month-old, oh. something like that. So we have we have lots of boys, lots of boys in this house. And you so have it is a, like a frat house. And you have a dog and a cat. And a dog. Yes, I have a dog named mm-hmm. Annie, and she's getting older. She's a basset hound. And then I have uh, my cat, Mabel, who's not in here tonight. She oh. was in here the last podcast staring at and me. I'm and I'm allergic to her. Yes, mm-hmm. Lisa's allergic to Mabel, and mm-hmm. Mabel loves that. So mm-hmm. she lords that over you. Yeah, she, she judges to sit me. and stare at you when you come over. She uh, does. And just mm-hmm. like, I don't even have to touch her. Like, after an hour and a half, I'm done. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> Yeah. That's my threshold, but I do it's have Paris. I serve Lisa Benadryl. When oh she yeah, comes. it's like Benadryl. Give me my Benadryl. I'm a, cat. I'm a cat person. I love cats. 
and I'm a dog person. Yeah, team, team Paris people, not team Mabel. Did you mention Paris? Did I? Oh, Paris is our Bichon, and Elle named her Paris because she's French. And uh, and she is oh Paris is gonna be that little beret French outfit. <laughs> there is no, but I need to post it on on the line. It is literally like a whole French outfit. Time of everything, the, <laughs> the, the line, the Facebook, the line, the Walmart, the everything Walmart. has a, has a V in front of it. It is, yeah. it is V. Yes. But yeah, and Paris is gonna be oh she's gonna be five in February. Aww. She shares a birthday with my friend Fran, <laughs> which I always tell Fran. I'm like, you and Paris are birthday buddies. <laughs> I don't even know so what my we, dog's birthday is. Whatever. Okay. We so we need do we need to tell them what we're doing next. Okay. What are we doing next? Okay, so we so ne- oh oh so next week is going to be boys or the next time because this is actually not posted yet. So. Yeah, but Anywho. it'll probably be posted by tomorrow. So. Okay. Which oh, Amber, Amber is feisty with this well, posting. I'm on Christmas break. I don't work during Christmas break. I just lost one of my. <laughs> I just okay, lost so you, you told them half of the title of the next episode. Sorry, I'm. I lost my. I lost my. She made me wear headphones this time, and I lost one of them. Okay, it helps so with the feedback. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> It does. Um, then okay. So next time um, is going to be the boys on the track, and it, it's horrifically sad, and it's it's a lot. But yeah, just like and this one's, you know, we joke and laugh. Not that we think murder is funny by any means. It is most definitely not. Um, but if you don't laugh, you'll cry, right? So anywho, but we will be talking about the boys on the tracks, and um, I'm almost finished with that book, and Amber gave yes. it to me. Yes, she is reading the the book by Mara Leverett. Mm -hmm. Is the title Boys on the Tracks? Yes, it's okay. It's literally right here. Let me grab it. Um, The Boys on the Tracks, Death, Denial, and a Mother's Crusade to Bring Her Son's Killers to Justice. Okay. Well, I was, I actually got to meet Mara last year. She came to the college where I work and uh, she was on a book tour. So I got to meet her and talk to her. And, you know, of course I was like, you know, fangirling Mm. because here's this true (laughs) crime author. Oh, I just love her so much, but, uh, we will be using her book kind of as a basis or you will, you're doing the research for next Um, week. So Yes. And there's so, oh gosh, there's just so much. And I know there's been a lot of podcasts covering it, but it is very, it's just very interesting. And her book dives into just not only the, what happened to her son and his friend, but also, um, the corruption in the nineties or eighties, you know, in, in Arkansas, eighties and nineties and, and the, just the drug problem, the corruption, it's just so sad. It's just, Oh, it's just terrible. So anyway, but that is what we will be talking about. And then we're going to go back to ghost. Then we're going back to ghosts after that. Or yes, no, so. no, or, or no. Yeah, Amber I'm going to be... do a ghost. I'm going to do Are a you ghost doing story. a ghost? Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a ghost I love story. it. I love yes. ghosts and awesome. goblins. Okay. Well, guys, we okay. are so happy that you're Yay. listening to us. We hope that oh, you are invested. Oh, oh. Shout out to all Tell- my friends yes. that um, have said such nice things. Yes. You know, so uh, hopefully this will, this will keep going for a while so yes we're gonna do it forever yes and please please oh and we are we're so amber is amazing and she's gonna be working we're both gonna 
Well, I'm not really a lot of help, but we're going to be getting us on other platforms. So yeah, we'll be on other platforms besides Spotify, but I love Spotify. So that's where we started. So we'll be on other platforms at some point in time. So yes. All right. People. Oh, Oh, go, no, go ahead. You're, tr- you're trying to cut this thing short. Okay. So one more thing. So please go in and of course, listen and share and rate us, please. And yes, also um, like message us. We've, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We're also, we have the email. What is the email? It is unexplainedarkansas at gmail.com. Okay. So email us, message us like, Anything that you want to do, if you just want to tell us that you, you know, you enjoyed it or maybe give us an idea or tell us something that we said that was crazy or wrong. So, yeah, all of whatever it is, whatever. we, we will, we will take the good and the bad and the ugly. Yes, we will. Maybe. And, no, thank I'm you. Maybe. <laughs> and then we will come and find you. No, I'll just sit in the corner and cry because that's what I do. No, I'm kidding. And I will buy you a, I'm going to buy Amber a holiday pie. Yes, yes, yes. That sounds great. Okay. Okay, well, we thank you guys very much for being with us. And we will see you next week on Unexplained Arkansas. Bye.